Finding your way to a balanced way of living is the key to health and happiness. Each week on Choosing the Balanced Life with Diabetes, you'll hear tips and tools for a happier and healthier life. Here's your host, Anita Westlake. Scalar energy. Fascinating. It is said that it will end our energy crisis, that it will help solve our oil problems, and it can also power massive weapons. Not a good thing. But on the flip side, the encouraging part of scalar energy, not only could it end the the crisis of energy, but also cure diseases. Such a huge claim. And my guest today, Palladino, has developed a technique using scalar energy that can transmute pathogens quickly. And he does this all through a photograph of the individual wanting this treatment. Hi, Tom. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Anita. It's a pleasure to be here. I am really interested in this whole process, the scalar energy, and how it can help people um, with pathogens. And never mind, a bigger statement is it can actually cure diseases. That's correct. That's correct. That's where we're going with scalar energy, and I've perfected it to the point that there, there are some pathogenic diseases that are within our reach right now. And what would they be? Well, in a nutshell, what I've developed with a scalar energy instrument is the ability of scalar energy in sense in the sense that it can break apart, disassemble a virus, a bacterium. Well, my scalar energy instruments are so in tune now. I've perfected this process whereby Presently, I'm able to treat out over 60,000 potential species of pathogens in the human body. And I'll explain in detail how I do that. In a nutshell, scalar energy allows us to control the molecular state of a germ. We can actually break down, deconstruct the molecular integrity of a germ, and in so doing, that germ ceases to exist. That's the benefit of scalar energy. Wow. Now, here I should go back, just take a step back for a moment, but what is scalar energy for those that don't know? Sure. There are two energies in the universe. Scalar energy originates from the sun of our solar system, the stars. Scalar energy has other names, and all of you are familiar with scalar energy. Other names would be zero-point energy, ether, prana, chi, pyramid energy. There are two energies in the universe. Sadly, modern-day man only considers, by and large, electricity and magnetism, the electromagnetic spectrum. There is another dimension. There is another force field, scalar energy, and it is much more promising than that of electricity. Now, where did this originate? Where did you come up with this concept? Uh, Much of my work really is a product of either prayer, um, God has been leading me, or some type of influence from great scientists such as Nikola Tesla and Galen Hieronymus. Those two gentlemen were scalar energy pioneers. In many ways, I've been able to study their notes and in some fashion been able to duplicate the results that they achieved with scalar energy. So it really is a combination of, of a spiritual journey as well as a scientific journey. Now, Tesla, we hear a lot about Tesla lately. It's really cropped up, especially with the new car. And I say new, fairly new on the market. It's really put the name back out there. 
if you know anything about science, of course, you've read about Nikola Tesla, but really the car has brought the Tesla name back to, you know, public view, put it that way. Just a fascinating man and really a pioneer in this area. Exactly. Tesla, to this day, we're just starting to catch up with what Tesla achieved. He, he was just an incredible genius. Um, I believe he's one of the greatest minds of all time. The latter part of Nikola Tesla's life, he devoted almost exclusively to scalar energy. And um, during the course of his life, especially the latter part, he um, theorized a great deal about scalar energy, and he developed functioning instruments. He was able to control, to harness, and direct scalar energy. Well, had the world listened to Nikola Tesla and followed up on these discoveries and, and these inventions, the world would have been quite different than, than what it is today. So scalar energy, and of course, I'm not a scientist, but just a description, when you say zero point, that's what sticks out in my mind the most. It's almost dead air between points. I'm very layman, but have I got a sense of what it is? I, I believe that the term zero point energy really uh, almost carries a connotation that all energy in the scalar energy spectrum can be boiled down to one point. What do I mean by that? Well, the universe is a scalar energy hologram, and everything is interconnected. Now, if everything is a whole, one whole universe, you don't have um, a number of points. You really only have one point. It's the zero point. Um, a another consideration is that even though you have a, a condition whereby you could have perhaps a lack of molecular motion, you still have scalar energy that's present in every atom, in every molecule. Um, some people would say, well, at absolute zero, you would have no energy whatsoever. That's false. Scalar energy is everywhere. It's in every paradigm. And regardless of the temperature, you'll still have abundant scalar energy. So, Scalar energy, to, to make this simple, is energy from the sun, the stars, and in so doing, scalar energy is everywhere in the universe. We simply haven't identified it. We think there's only electricity and magnetism. That's incorrect. Scalar energy abounds. It is omnipresent, and this energy someday soon will be, will be harnessed, and we'll see the great benefits to be derived from scalar energy. Well, that is unbelievable. And the fact that you can use it for health purposes is just astounding. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So at the moment, you treat pathogens. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. I've developed a process using scalar energy exclusively now, whereby I can easily break apart, disassemble a germ, a virus, a bacterium, a fungus. And I do this all by way of light. There's no chemicals involved. So I have a light process whereby scalar energy can bring into a state of chaos any germ, any bacterium, any fungus, etc. And in so doing, that chaotic state will actually cause the germ to break apart. It will cause the molecular geometry to fall apart, if you will. And the result is smaller physical forms, such as carbon and oxygen. So in synopsis, I can take a germ, I can 
treat it with scalar energy, that germ falls apart into elements such as carbon, oxygen, and nitrogen. As such, the germ ceases to exist. And you eradicate the germ entirely. Now, is this something that would have to be maintained or is it just gone? It's gone. Once, once the germ has been eradicated, it ceases to exist. It, that life form, um, you could, it's dead. It, it's no longer viable. So this is a consummate way. It, it is a, a treatment in which the germ is eradicated permanently. Wow. Now, what, what does that mean? Well, essentially, with that statement, this is going to open the door for the cure or prevention of all pathogenic disease. If you can remove the pathogen, then you no longer have a pathogenic disease. An example of pathogenic disease would be? Well, let's take a look at um, tuberculosis. The bacterium, mycobacterium tuberculosis, causes TB. I can easily, readily break apart, disassemble mycobacterium tuberculosis. The HIV virus is a causative agent of AIDS. I can easily break apart, disassemble the HIV virus. The herpes virus, I can easily disassemble, break apart herpes 1 and herpes 2 virus. And once you do that, you, again, you eradicate these germs, these pathogens. They no longer exist, hence they no longer pose a threat to human health. This is, again, going to open the door for mankind to be able to cure all pathogenic infection. Those are huge claims. I mean, we have people working um, diligently on ending these sorts of diseases, and they've obviously killed millions of people, um, HIV I'm referring to in particular, and the fact that you can do this with scalar energy is just unbelievable. It is. And why can I do this? Because I'm not working with electricity. I'm working with an, another type of energy. Scalar energy is unique. And scalar energy is really responsible for all geometry in the universe, including the geometry of a germ, of a pathogen. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, everything has a molecular state, a molecular structure. And what I'm saying is this, scalar energy controls the molecular structure of physical forms, including the molecular structure of germs, such as the HIV virus. Well, if I can take a scalar energy instrument and broadcast that energy into a person, scalar energy now, then I can instruct the HIV virus to break apart, to disassemble. Well, when you do that, the germ no longer exists. The HIV virus has been reduced into carbon, oxygen, um, protein chains, if you will. It's no longer a viable functioning virus. I've eradicated the HIV virus. It's a permanent process. The, it, will, it will not replicate again. It now, can't. It, it no longer exists. So do you have any examples or proof or people that you've, you've you know, had any kind of um, success with that you've actually yes. practiced this on them? Yes, yes. Uh, so many people that I've treated with scalar energy have subsequently um, had a diagnostic test, a viral load test conducted. And invariably, after I treat people with scalar energy, their viral load count will be non-detectable. It cannot be detected. In other words, there's no DNA present that can be 
ascertained by a polymerase chain reaction test. Some people call it a DNA test. So I've had so many people substantiate um, what I am trying to put forth, substantiate my claims by saying, after being treated with scalar energy, the viral load tests that have been conducted for bacterial infections, even viral infections, such as Epstein-Barr virus, hepatitis, herpes, HIV virus, the viral load cannot be detected. There is no trace of the virus left. And that stands to reason. Why? Because I have fundamental control over viruses, over bacteria. You cannot have that control with electricity, with magnetism. You can only have that control, you can only have that mastery with scalar energy. I have mastery over germs. I am the master of germs. Wow. Now, I know that when you say electricity, um, even when it comes down to x-rays and different, you know, um, kind of, uh, what am I trying to say, technology that they use on human beings, we have to actually be careful of that. You know, when you go to the dentist, we have to protect ourselves from x-rays, protect our kidneys and our, our liver. So is there anything we would have to protect ourselves from in this treatment? That's a, a great question. No. And, and why do I say that emphatically? Well, let's once again revisit scalar energy. Scalar energy is not of the electromagnetic spectrum. It's an entirely different energy. Secondly, scalar energy is that life force energy. It's the energy of the sun, the stars. Now, with that statement, scalar energy is pure. It's natural. It really is a divine energy. There's no pollution associated with scalar energy. To the contrary, scalar energy cannot do any harm. It's the perfect energy of the universe. It is electricity and magnetism that can do harm, if you will. Scalar energy is the, the initial energy of the universe. It's God's intention that mankind uses scalar energy. Whereas electricity and magnetism is a degradation of scalar energy. Scalar energy has been converted into electricity and magnetism, and that's where the harm is. There is no harm with scalar energy. There is potential for harm with electricity and magnetism because it's no longer that perfect life force energy. Fascinating. Well, you know, in opening our minds to this, this is so powerful. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, now, I have to ask you, how do you take someone's photograph and from that photograph, I mean, this is incredible. We don't have to be present for these treatments. I mean, you can do that's, this through a photograph. That, that's correct. Let, let me first um, state the terms here and, and give everybody a, a, a background. Again, scalar energy is not electricity. So when I'm working with a scalar energy dimension, I have different properties, I have different laws, I have different phenomenon as opposed to that of the electromagnetic dimension. Well, one of the characteristics of scalar energy is that the universe is a hologram, and specifically, it's a scalar energy hologram. Meaning what? Meaning everything is connected. Meaning scalar energy connects all physical points in the universe. Now, when I treat a person with scalar energy, I can either do it locally, somebody can come to my laboratory, or I can treat somebody by way of their photograph. 
I actually take a photograph of a person and I place that photograph inside my scalar energy instrument. My scalar energy instrument will pick up the, the essence. Everybody has a harmonic. Everybody has a light signature. A photograph of a person is their actual scalar energy signal. It is their actual scalar energy signature. And in so doing, my instrument can find a person just as two cell phones can communicate and find one another. Now, if you have a cell phone and you call a specific number, another cell phone number, the two cell phones connect. One cell phone can find another cell phone. Well, scalar energy works in a similar fashion. Scalar energy can find a person just as a cell phone can find another cell phone. Well, it's simply the, the transference of energy and information between two cell phones that allows them to connect, to communicate with one another. And likewise, a scalar energy instrument can connect, can communicate with a person. And we do that by way of their photograph. Why? Because a photograph is connected to the universe. And when I'm working with scalar energy, I access that matrix, that hologram. So scalar energy is really a one-point universe. There are not uh, essentially a, a multiplicity of points. There's only one point. Scalar energy transcends time and space. And once you're in this scalar energy matrix, you're able to connect with everything in the universe. It's a profound thought. It and, is a um, profound thought. It's overwhelming. It really is. It really is. It is overwhelming. It really, if you could compare it to this, if you spread a tablecloth on top of a table, and you would consider that just by tugging on that tablecloth, the entire tablecloth would move. Well, that's what scalar energy is like. So scalar energy, if, if you will, is the tablecloth of the universe. And if you tug on the tablecloth on one end, the other end moves, meaning what? The entire tablecloth is obviously interconnected. It's woven as such. Well, that's what we have with scalar energy. We have a, a universe that's interconnected, meaning what? Essentially, this will allow us to have instantaneous communication. There is no point one and point two. There's only one point. And perhaps that's why some people call it zero-point energy. It's a one-point universe. It's a holographic universe. Well, that's amazing. It's a lot to wrap your mind around. It's such a different yeah. way of thinking. It, it really is. It really is. It's entirely different from that of electricity. So when you say that it's, um, I'm going to say it has a light to it or an energy or photographs, is right. this... I'm thinking in my, my mind like auras. Is there any connection when people say, oh, your aura and the color and the energy around your body? Is this something as an example of what you're talking about? That's identically what I'm getting at. Yes, everybody has an aura. Frankly, everybody has a human soul. Um, God has given everybody a soul. The soul is composed of scalar energy. Let the truth be known. Finally, we can understand the science and, and theology behind this. Yes, everybody has a soul. Why is the soul immortal? Because the soul is made out of scalar energy, and scalar energy never degrades, it never weakens. Scalar energy is immortal. That's why our souls are immortal. Our souls 
are of a scalar energy dimension. Our souls are not of an electromagnetic dimension. Every human soul is composed exclusively of scalar energy. So, the, you know, a lot of us believe in this, our auras, our energy. So there's just, but, but, but it seems to be in bits and pieces rather than you've encompassed it all and yeah. put some things together. Yeah, well, we've, now we finally have the answers, don't we? Now we, Anita, we, now we finally can put it all into context. There's two energies in the universe. You cannot understand and explain the universe exclusively by way of electricity and magnetism. There's another energy that explains so many things. So many mysteries now have an explanation to them. Well, auras, the human soul, um, some type of bioluminescence, all of that is scalar energy. Finally, we understand the, the cause and effect relationship. Now we have an understanding of the universe. And this has been around for a long time. As I've read about it, it, it actually said in some of the papers that I've been reading that Nikola Tesla was, um, he was a genius, obviously, we've already yeah. stated that, but he was so worried that his um, theories and his papers would be uh, taken from him that he had a photogenic memory and um, he did write a lot of this down. And when he did pass away, that a lot of his writings were taken yeah. and kept, yeah. you know, kind of hidden away. And there was a lot of secrets that haven't come out. And it seems as of late, his name's popping up again. And now we're hearing these things. That's correct. That's correct. Um, when Nikola Tesla died, the U.S. government seized his papers, his inventions. And they've essentially, they've never seen daylight since. So... For whatever reason, the U.S. government wanted to suppress that information. They've done a good job at it, um, to the detriment of the people. Well, you can't keep a good thing down too long. And frankly, we're catching up to where Nikola Tesla left off. Eventually, the world will see that there's two energies. When the world realizes that scalar energy does indeed exist, we will finally understand we have an infinite supply of energy. I'm going to repeat that. Scalar energy is an infinite supply of energy. And as such, all we have to do is harness that energy, and we'll never have an energy crisis again. Wow, if or you have wars it, over oil. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. If you have an infinite supply of energy, then it will quickly, it will quickly make obsolete oil and natural gas and nuclear and electricity, etc., it, scalar energy will indeed someday supplant the existing um, military-industrial complex. Um, it, it, it will equalize the world, if you will. It will liberate mankind. Now, I, I'm saying this uh, just because of how far we've come, but it reminds me of the program Star Wars. Not Star Wars, I'm sorry, uh, Star Trek. And yeah. we, used to, you see, we used to watch where they just took... Um, the doctor would take something and put it around a patient, and he could detect yeah. what was wrong with the patient, and they would treat them yeah. virtually with beams or, or like beams, yeah. like something like we're talking about. And they also had transmitters and what we what looked like what we use now, cell phones. So these things, really imagination, a lot of what we had is just imagination at one point, they are coming to reality. Yes, yes, they are. Yes, they are. We, we remember those Star Trek episodes where 
You could diagnose um, an illness just by way of light. Some type of a light instrument would actually pick up on an illness and could correct an illness. Well, that's where we're going with scalar energy. Scalar energy can correct a physical form. If we can correct a physical form, then we can correct illness. So now here's some big questions. I understand that certain things right now are difficult for you to treat. And I'm, I'm going to say cancer. Is that right. something that needs to be worked on? It's not as simple as, okay, you, you've perfected an instrument that will um, dissemble certain pathogens, but there's got to be a lot more work, I, I would think, done in this area. Yeah, that's correct. I can easily disassemble pathogens, viruses, bacteria, etc. Cancer is is not within my reach right now. As of today, I'm still working on a scalar energy instrument that would correct a mutation. I think it's possible, and I think someday in the near future, I will c- accomplish that. I really just need the, the right type of energy. Um, I really need to coalesce my standing scalar wave. Long story short, I need a, a, a more concentrated um, um, force field of scalar energy. When I do that, I will be able to correct um, mutations. And in so doing, I'll be able to correct a base pair in which we've seen either an addition, a deletion, or a substitution. That's cancer. If I can correct the base pairs with scalar energy, it's intelligent energy, then I'll be able to either prevent or cure cancer. Prevent it even? Yes, yes. Wow. That's correct. Now, these instruments... Can you give me some sort of description? I can't even imagine what they would be. Well, the beauty of scalar energy is it's light. It's pure light. My scalar energy instruments have no moving parts because I'm working with light. I'm not working with a, a, a mechanical device. I'm working with energy, light. And in order for me to access that light source, I really can't work with anything that's uh, of a mechanical nature. So I have to leave behind any type of movement, any type of friction. Okay. When I'm working with the scalar energy instrument, it's crucial that I develop some type of a standing wave, which is essentially a double helix. And in so doing, if I can achieve that, then I can broadcast that standing wave, that scalar energy by way of Tesla coils. So with my scalar energy instruments, I do use a receiver as well as a transmitter Tesla coil. Obviously, Tesla, Nikola Tesla developed those coils, and they're crucial to any type of um, broadcast unit that I am now using. So I do have Tesla coils in conjunction with my scalar energy instrument, and these Tesla coils allow me to broadcast um, this this energy anywhere in the universe, and in so doing, I can easily now, I can routinely break apart germs. So you're in Florida. Yes. I'm in Toronto, in Canada, in Ontario. Um, So I'm north of you by about uh, a one and a half day drive. (laughs) And so let's say roughly, and you could take a photograph of me and you could treat me yeah. in this way. That is yeah. incredible. Yes, I do that frequently. I've been, I've been doing that for years now. Um, to give you a for instance, the, the recent um, um, episode uh, this fall of 2014, 
in which a number of people were diagnosed with the Ebola virus and were quarantined in the United States or were flown into the United States um, to be quarantined and to be treated. Well, all of those individuals, all of those Americans, I secured their photograph by way of the Internet, and I treated all of those individuals with scalar energy. And it's my contention my treatments served to break apart the Ebola virus. Well, with that in, in, in consideration, everybody that was in quarantine in the United States has walked out of a hospital. The hospital has declared all of those individuals cured, free of Ebola virus. Why? Well, I was able to secure their photograph and treat them with scalar energy. And a lot of people ener- wondered that. Why? How is it that these people survived yeah. and others, so many others died, and yeah. they were taking blood samples and, and thinking that they could come up with some kind of, you know, uh, yeah. medication uh, to help? Yeah, yeah. Well, lo and behold, I've been treating these people with scalar energy, and that's why none of them have ever hemorrhaged or had any really serious complications of Ebola infection. I just finished treating a, a nurse in London. Her name is Pauline Cafferkey. She was flown, actually she flew her, um, she traveled from West Africa to um, the United Kingdom. She was subsequently identified having the Ebola virus once she got home in the UK and she was under quarantine. Well, her condition was considered to be critical just last week. I started treating her. I was fortunate enough to secure her photograph. And within a matter of few days, the hospital has declared that she's no longer in critical condition and that she's on her road to the road to recovery. Pauline Cafferkey. Well, again, I treated this gal by way of scalar energy. I secured her photograph from Google or Bing. And in so doing, I can intervene. And are they aware of this? Is this something you would get credit for? Well, I've, I've mentioned this on, on a few radio shows, and I've put this out on the Internet, but my work is um, suppressed. People, people, the powers that be do not want people to know what I'm doing. It, this is a threat to the money and power of people. And um, although I'm not bashful about this, I want to introduce this to the world, um, the media ignores me. Well, something was offered to me, and I will take you up on this. And that was if I sent you a photograph or emailed it to your office, um, that you would give me a 30-day treatment and that I could have you back as my guest and let you know how I feel and document it. Now, I'm not aware of what pathogens other than diabetes, right? You know, so in this case, what if someone like myself, and we're going to just use the term blindly, goes for this treatment and, you know, who knows, pathogens, you know, I, I might have a wart. There you go. I don't. But you know what I'm saying right. that I'm unaware of. So what could I expect from a treatment? Because this, okay. this is something I really want to try. Okay, sure. Well, first of all, I've designed the skill energy treatments to have universal appeal, meaning it is, it is appropriate for every man, woman, and child on the face of the planet. I have three treatment modalities. Number one. I have the ability to treat out potentially now more than 60,000 species of germs, such as viruses, bacteria, fungi. I call that the pathogenic cleanse. So when people sign up for a month-long program, I'm able to break apart to disassemble germs. Secondly, 
I'm able with scalar energy to assemble nutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. All of those can be assembled by way of scalar energy inside the body. Scalar energy assembles micronutrients. And the third process that I've developed is that a scalar energy instrument in some way will balance the body. It will balance the meridians, or some people call them chakras. Well, what will that do? That will give people a greater sense of tranquility. It really has a profound effect for many people on their psyche. And it, it again, seems to to induce some type of sense of um, elation or euphoria, or at least it serves to in some way reverse depression or allows people to to have a greater pragmatic approach to phobias, etc. That is called the chakra balancing. So those three treatment modalities are standard. They're standardized treatments that I offer everybody. Now, if you were to sign up for the program, you would be treated every day for those three modalities. That is, again, pathogenic cleansing, nutrient therapy, and chakra balancing. Just for overall well-being and health, it sounds to be. That, that's right. That's right. So now beyond these pathogens, and, and you've mentioned a few, what about other things? And my show is called Choosing the Balanced Life with Diabetes. And we brief, briefly touched on it um, when I had the opportunity to speak with you for a minute or two. What about the areas of um, chronic illnesses or autoimmune disorders like lupus, um, MS, diabetes? Is this something in the future for us? Yes, I, I, I think it is. Immediately, what can scalar energy do? Scalar energy can break apart the germs that could have occasioned an autoimmune response. I believe, in many ways, I believe an autoimmune response is the um, over-emphasis um, um, for antibodies to attack a foreign invader. For instance, let's isolate diabetes 1 in particular. I believe perhaps, and I can't, I can't vouch for this, I, much research has to be done, but I theorize that diabetes 1 was an overexpression of antibodies that are no longer attacking the viruses um, in the beta cells, but rather that overexpression now of antibodies is actually attacking the beta cells themselves. It's been theorized that a virus has the same antigens as a beta cell, and that's true. Well, the, the body goes into high, into a high defense once a, a viral infection is detected in order to protect the body against perhaps German measles, the Coxsackie B virus, etc. Well, and, and that's fine, and, and yes, that's, that's the proper response. But it seems that sometimes the body becomes confused and that although the, the virus is no longer a threat to the beta cells, nevertheless, antibodies are still attacking now the beta cells themselves in, in, in mistake, assuming that the beta cells are the cause of the problem. To me, that's, that's the root cause of many autoimmune diseases. It's miscommunication. Well, what do I propose? I propose that in the future, scalar energy could download the correct communication. Scalar energy could correct this autoimmune response. And that's my great hope, that scalar energy 
in a significant quantity could serve to correct, to auto-correct the body so that the immune system does not attack our organs. So here, here's uh, a question. Autoimmune is the culprit when it comes to diabetes because mm-hmm. now they've found a way to reproduce uh, beta cells, which is wonderful, but then in the case of type 1, it just comes back in our autoimmune and that's it. It kills them off quicker than we can reproduce them. So it's great that we can reproduce them, but now what happens, the autoimmune comes in. So if you suppress it, now you're open to, you know, other things. You're open to more colds and healing issues and all kinds of things. And, and too much of this medication, and I just did an episode on this, but too much of this medication is going to damage other parts of your body, other organs, especially your kidneys. So it's a very difficult thing that they're trying to do right now in helping people living with diabetes. Would scalar energy be able to reproduce beta cells? Eventually. I believe scalar energy in the, in the future will be used to trigger the body so that we can regenerate tissue. I cannot do that now. So what do I have to offer? Well, for people who are suffering specifically for diabetes 1, type 1, we understand that, that viruses, the, for instance, the Kawasaki B B4 virus and German measles, those viruses seem to have um, occasioned an autoimmune response. What can I do to help, to at least palliate? Well, once again, I believe scalar energy can disassemble the Coxsackie B virus as well as the German measles virus. In so doing, the body will no longer recognize those viruses as being present, hence there will not be an immune response in light of the fact that we have eradicated those pathogens. Well, that should help people with autoimmune responses. Why? Because there should not be, again, any immune response. The antibodies will not be able to detect those viruses. They're simply been, they've been shattered. They simply do not exist anymore. So with that in consideration, at least scalar energy will introduce to, to mankind the means to at least in some way palliate to to mitigate in some fashion an autoimmune response well you know there's so many um, issues with autoimmune if you look at ms lupus um, uh, uh, some people that i know suffer from blindness as they suffer they're living with blindness or the loss of their sight due to autoimmune attacking the retina in the back of their eyes and it's a slow process, sometimes quicker, sometimes sooner. Um, it, very similar to diabetes in that way where instead of beta cells, it's killing off the retina in the back of their eye and they lose their eyesight. So in a treatment like that, it would help so many people yeah. with sure autoimmune did. disorders. Never mind, well, by the sounds of it, just about everything. But what about regeneration? Is that... Would be that much difficult rather than killing something off or correcting it, reprogramming it and killing it off? This would be regenerating. Yes, we're, we're going to get to that point. And eventually, when I have a little more time and God gives me the wisdom, we will be able to use scalar energy to reprogram our genetic code. And as such, then the body will once again be able to flourish. I believe we will be able to reprogram the body 
And in so doing, we can regenerate tissue, whether it's beta cells, muscles, um, a brain stem, etc. We will be able to reprogram the body. Yes. So this overall is quality of life. Yes, it is. Thank you. You know, so many Thank people you. think, well, do we expect to live forever? No, I don't think that's realistic. But quality of life is what's important. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And that's where we're going with this. It, it's, um, it, it's an incredibly promising field. It's an, obviously an emerging science. I believe there's so many applications with scale energy. I've just touched upon a few. You know, imagine what we can do if, if we really get the world behind this and the world to study this and to embrace it. So are you working with anyone besides yourself? Is there um, others supporting your, your, um, your ventures in this area? No, sadly, I'm alone, Anita. Sadly, I'm, I'm all alone. I've, I've never been approached by a university or a think tank or, or anybody. Um, my work is shunned. My, I, I'm essentially, uh, um, my work is suppressed. That's the best way for me to put it. I'm, I'm shocked given, you know, that this could be used for energy. And I, and I do know that they're moving in that way with scalar or energy. Right. So why not our own bodies? <laughs> I, I would agree. And, and hopefully that day's coming. I, I hope broadcasts like this will, will raise awareness. Um, I simply want to help people. Um, I don't have any other agenda than that, to help people. I, I obviously would, would not be declaring this publicly if, if I had any other objective than to, to mention this to a broad audience. Hopefully that day is coming. But for the record, I've, I've never been approached by a university. So you've offered this. You've offered if I send a photograph in... That, um, that you would give me this treatment, and, and I'm excited to receive it, I will say that, and that I can have you back in 30, 40 days and yes. give my experience during that time. Yes. And I am happy to do so. Um, like I said, you have to have an open mind. There are things that we didn't ever think we would be able to do. They didn't ever think they would be able to cure diabetes. They didn't. Before Banting and Best, people died. A slow and horrible death, really. It was painful. And all of a sudden, they, they came up with insulin. And who would have thought? And so many things. Who would have thought that at one point it was such a problem and a difficulty, and now it's, geez, I don't remember this because we've had something like insulin. Insulin was only the beginning, though. You know, from one insulin, we've developed so many more. From that... They're developing other things, which are all wonderful that we didn't think, you know, 100 years ago or 200 years ago, people could do was witchcraft and it was uh, disregarded. So now what you're saying, you're in that state where people think this is not possible and rather, you know, maybe even regard you as like hocus pocus, let's say, or witchcraft. But in another few years, it could be mainstream. Yes. Thank you. And it will be mainstream. Uh, and people like you will, will be the leaders in that. Yes, that, that's where we're going with this. This will be mainstream. So do you have any support at all? Where does your support come from? Just followers of your, of your treatments? Yeah, just, just followers. The people who sign up at the website, that's really the only groundswell of support that I've, um, I've ever had. And, and those people are kind enough to, to pay for treatments and 
that's the that's the mo right now that's my modus operandi that's that's how i can keep this going and and promote it to the world again it's a lot of people have to get involved eventually and what i'm saying people is scalar energy will indeed change the course of of human history for the better i've developed a technique whereby i can easily routinely eradicate germs from the body well, just consider what that means for mankind. If you've ever studied what microorganisms can do to the body, how a germ can can change the body and, and obviously not only produce a disease, but essentially bring about the decline and a premature death and a, and a, a lifestyle that's no longer pleasant, a, um, a, if you will, an existence that's filled with, riddled with problems. One one condition usually produces another condition. What do I mean by that? Well, one, a pathogenic infection usually is not only isolated to that particular pathogen, but other conditions result. The health starts to, um, if you will, spiral out of control. That's the whole point of what I'm trying to do. If I can eradicate germs, then not only can I eliminate, not only can I avoid that immediate pathogenic infection, but I can subsequently avoid other medical conditions down the road. Well, putting the body back in order makes everything function the way it should. Yes. Thank you. And um, even down to, I know, different sorts of treatments, even physiotherapies or an osteopathic treatment. Uh, years ago, even sometimes now, you didn't hear about osteopaths or it was claimed to be ridiculous. And it was shunned by, by so many in the medical profession. And now you see people going for the treatment and they receive help. And really it's about putting the body the way it should be in, in some kind of manipulation that's a lot gentler than others. And what you're saying is through this energy, and this is how I'm taking it in, is that's what you're trying to do through energy. Yes, thank you. Exactly. Why? Energy is fundamental. It's not subject to, to human opinion. When I am treating people with scalar energy, it's entirely an objective process. And it works. Why? Because it's energy. It's intelligent. It's not subject, again, to human error. That's the beauty of what I'm doing. It's always able to do what I ask it to do. Scalar energy is, is a tool. It's a fundamental tool. And when you know how to address a problem and when you know how to broadcast this energy appropriately, it does exactly what you tell it to do. If I tell scale energy to break apart the herpes virus, it does that every time. Rain or shine, it always works. That's the key. We are now in the driver's seat. We can control a germ. Which is would just be so absolutely fantastic now and phenomenal. Yeah. Could you, is this something that um, you could train people to do? So there would be facilities and areas where this could just treat everyone. Yes, and I have to. Uh, it, does, it doesn't make any sense for only Tom Palladino to understand this. I know I use the analogy, would it make any sense if there was only one computer in the world? No. So I, I have to start training people. I, what I envision is this, is a centralized location, if you will. It will be a college, a, a university for scalar energy. And it will be some type of a 
concentrated study in which we can actually look into scalar energy and, and what it takes um, to disseminate this out to the masses. Well, it, it has such incredible claims. I, I read down to, um, and as you said about euphoria, but how it's, it's claimed that it could actually control people in their minds, that it could set moods for the mass. Yes, yes. And, in a good why, way and in a bad way. <laughs> yes, you're right. And it could. Why? Because it's fundamental energy. What I have discovered is the, the technique that I've developed, um, I am able to assemble um, neurotransmitters such as dopamine. And I do that routinely on a daily basis for people. And in so doing, that neurotransmitter actually makes people more alert. It makes people happy. So yes, in many ways, I am I'm directly able to to influence the psychological composition of people. I'm able to to change their thinking in many ways by way of assembling dopamine. Well, stress in itself is a terrible thing for the health. Yeah. Even being able to have people uh, less stressed and happier, that alone is a huge step when it comes to health. Exactly. Thank you. On so many, in so many ways, uh, this is just fascinating. So how did you come about this? I, I'm very curious. I should have asked that at the beginning, and you did touch on it, but now that we're, it's you know, getting peeled back this onion and I'm getting more of a sense, and you've used such trigger words that we're, they're all around us. Aura. We, we, there's people that talk about this all the time, that meditate, go into deeper states. We, we have tanks that you can relax the body and lay in 10 inches of water with Epsom salts and go into a different mindset and they, they're said to be healing yeah. or promote healing. And so everything you're talking about, it's almost like we're touching and just, just touching around the surfaces. Yes, yes. I was fortunate enough to, there was a great American scientist, Galen Hieronymus. I never met him. He was a scalar energy pioneer. But I met his wife, Sarah Hieronymus. And Sarah, in many ways, um, uh, opened up her husband's notebook to me. Um, Sarah saw that I was serious about this, and she shared with me many of the secrets of scalar energy research. So to, to a great extent, Galen Hieronymus and, and the legacy that his um, wife, Sarah Hieronymus, carried on with after his death. Sarah, in many ways, was my mentor, um, my initial teacher in scalar energy, and I owe her a tribute. Um, she was quite instrumental. Wow. And I, I don't know much about um, his work, but it was obviously vast. And was there any, anything he was recognized for to help you well, move forward in yeah. carrying on this? You know, interestingly, Galen Hieronymus developed scalar energy instruments, and he had a patent in uh, United States, Canada, and Great Britain for actually the only patent that has ever existed for a scalar energy instrument. But those three governments never did anything with it. And, and the people, even though it's been patented and recognized by those three governments, um, he remains, if you will, just a, a, a mere footnote in history. He was an incredible scientist. And if we ever were to revisit his lifelong endeavor, we would realize that he, in many ways, was another Tesla. He was another Nikola Tesla. But 
he's it's just not mentioned you won't find much on the internet about him it's it's really it's never been brought to light um it sadly a lot of his secrets have gone to the grave with him this should not be happening you know the, these are great advances these men and women have spent their lives um, uh, promoting humankind and and uncovering so many scientific mysteries and wonderments and for us simply just to lose it uh, once they once they die and and never to be able to resurrect their lifelong endeavor and, and enjoy the fruits of their labor. It's foolish. It's absolutely nonsense. It's foolish. Well, I, I couldn't agree more. This sounds uh, just so fascinating. And really, we could talk about this, I think, for hours and hours. But what I'd like to do is start by, and if, if you agree, giving you the photo and having you back on my show and giving my experience. I would love to do that. I'd love to do that. Let's do that. Let's let's treat you. Let's see how you feel. Let's see how you respond. And then you'll be articulate to the point that you can share with the audience what you have indeed experienced. Now, um, I'm going to send you a picture of myself and another family member who did agree. It's my sure. daughter. And she sure. said she would like to accompany me on the show. She did some reading on all of this also and was very intrigued. Okay. And give her accounting. So it's not just myself. It will also be another family member. So it's two people in the photo and um, both of us giving an account. And I okay. would love to do that. I, 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 this is very interesting. And, I, I, you know, there's merit to this. And there's some background. And why not give it a try? Please, let's do that. God bless. Let's do that. I can't wait. Well, thank you for sharing um, with me, and I, I'm sorry that we've run out of time, but we will have, in 30 days, we will chat again and talk about all this and the process, and, and I am so looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. So we'll call this uh, part one. Yes, to be continued, To of be course. continued, absolutely. <laughs> so there you go. For the listeners, we're going to be back in 30 days, and I will give, along with my daughter, our account of our treatment in Scalar Energy with Tom Palladino, and I am so looking forward to it. So you'll have to watch for that episode to be continued with Tom Palladino. Thank you, Tom. And I look forward to, to the treatment and having you back on the show in 30 days. Thank you. I enjoyed myself today. Great. So did I. Scalar Energy. It's an endless source of energy that is said to be able to do anything from end our energy crisis to healing the body. And my guest today, Tom Palladino, has said he can do this even through our photographs. You don't even have to go to him live to be able to feel the benefits of this treatment of scalar energy. He has been so generous and kind to offer family members and I a treatment free, and we can come back in 30 days and give our accounting on how we feel after this treatment all through our photographs. Just amazing. So please join me. Keep posted on when Tom will return. Follow me on Twitter at Anita Westlake. And if you have any questions you would like to ask Tom, please email me at anita at anitacoach.ca.